All right, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fit as Buck podcast. I'm your host, Greg Buck, here this week with my co-host, Colin Bush. So today, guys, we're going to deep dive into Super Bowl, what number are we on? 54. Super Bowl 54 halftime show controversy. (laughs) Not actually. So if you were offended by the halftime show, that's on you. That's not what we're talking about today. Even if you were, that's cool. You can stick around, too. I was offended by that Tin Man. (laughs) Bad Bunny. He looked great. (laughs) So, what we saw a lot of online in the various fitness scopes of Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, was a lot of, how do I look like Shakira? How do I look like J-Lo? They're 43 and 50 years old, you know, respectively. 53 and 50 years old. Oh, that's even crazier. (laughs) So... You know, how do I look like that? What do I need to do? And the article that I shared about it was very much trying to illustrate extreme results require extreme commitment. And that's hard for a lot of us to accept because we're like, oh, those people have a ton of money. They have all these advantages that we do not have. And while that is true, that doesn't necessarily mean you cannot make steps to work towards that. Or on the flip side, if that's not your style, if you're not willing to get into extreme processes or really commit to an extreme diet or extreme exercise regimen, then you will not look like that. And that's okay too. You just have to accept that. Um, The big one that got me on many, many posts, all I kept seeing was, well, they have people that cook for them. Yes, they probably do. That being said, that doesn't mean you don't have to be dedicated to the process of one, eating the right foods, and two, still making time to make sure that happens. If you don't think that those people who are, you know, multimillionaires, probably have multiple businesses, probably are recording music, all that stuff, on the go touring, if you don't think it's hard for them to probably have certain time set aside to eat what should be eaten, you're very mistaken. They are just as busy, if not more busy, than probably most of us. So yes, they do have the advantage of wealth. They do have the advantage of high-end personal trainers, high-end personal chefs probably, but that doesn't mean we should diminish their commitment. Um, You know, the thing that I kept thinking was, when it comes to the cook especially, think about how many times like we'll order, say, pre-prepped meals from a meal service or we've even pre-prepped um, our lunches for the week or our dinners for the week. And halfway through the week, you're like, yeah, I don't want to eat that. I'm going to go to McDonald's instead. Like, You don't think they have those urges or decide that they want to do that too? Like, Of course they do. But they've decided that, hey, that to me is not worth it. I would rather do X, Y, Z correctly and see those results long term. And to diminish them or say, well, that doesn't look fun and that looks um, like not the style of life I would like to lead is totally fine. But to like diminish what they've worked for is kind of, in my opinion, like counterintuitive. Like what they did is awesome. It's like, why do we have to find excuses of, well, they did it because of this. Well, they can do it because of this. They still did it. That's still super impressive. It's not like there's not normal people that are in shape. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like only celebrities look like that, right? Right. Like, (laughs) there are people that we all know probably in a day-to-day life that look 
better than we think the average human looks like. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not, and that probably regular person who sits across the the floor from you at work doesn't have a professional chef, doesn't get cooked for constantly, doesn't have access to these gargantuan personal trainers that make millions of dollars because they train celebrities and stuff like that. They still look good. It's all about commitment. There's no. <laughs> I, I guess my the biggest issue that I had with this was kind of the thing that you were talking about there is that people were so like taken aback by the fact that they look so good at this age and all these things and like but like they were making excuses of of how like we or like a normal human being would never be able to make that same type of commitment right. so they're you're literally telling yourself that you can't do something based on the fact that you don't have money right and i just think that that's incredibly not true there's an nfl player who's a running back in the nfl for the raiders who was homeless right for years like (laughs) commitment has almost nothing to do with money that's kind of my big thing with that like obviously money is an advantage obviously money helps and can make things easier but that is not the underlying factor. Yeah. There are plenty of millionaires and billionaires who are not in shape, who do not look like that. You know, it still takes a commitment to the process. And again, I think it's like that weird thing where we see these, what we think are un- unobtainable ideals, which maybe, yeah, to some of us that may be unobtainable, but to kind of tear down what they've accomplished based solely on their wealth is, I think, very off base. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw a bunch of was like, oh, well, they don't even drink alcohol. So obviously I'll never look like that. Like, hey, that's fine if that's the if that's the um, hill you want to die on. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm not going to give up alcohol. That's totally fine. Like, I like to drink just as much, if not more than the next person. But I know if I'm going to make that decision to drink alcohol for that day, like I better not be eating any other carbs for the day. Yeah. And like you can make those sacrifices, but like at the end of the day, if you really value like your health and your fitness, like alcohol is not helping you. Yeah. There's no way around that. Yeah, I mean, and going off that point, like a lot of you guys don't even know this about me. You've seen me at the at the Christmas parties and everything like that, and I don't drink alcohol. I love Jack Daniels. <laughs> I love Jack Daniels. And even Samson over there was like, really? Never knew. <laughs> I love Jack Daniels. I used to drink it all the time before I was even part of CrossFit in college and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that was my 1,000% Jack and Coke drink of choice. Yeah. I used to go to the vending machine and, like, take, like, two swigs of Coke and then pour the rest back up with Jack Daniels Perfect. so that nobody, nobody like, knew, like, that it was actually a Jack and Coke. <laughs> anyway, secrets. But, um... <laughs> So, like, nobody knows that about me, right? Like, because I don't drink. Because right. I know that if I drink, I'm going to wake up and feel like shit and still have a three-hour training session that I'm going to have to get through. Right. And I don't want to feel like shit for that three-hour training session. Right. So why would I do that to myself? Right. And, like, obviously your goals are what we would say is probably loftier than most. And you train, obviously, a lot more than most. And there are even definitely games athletes who still drink. Yeah, you know? like Tom Porter. Like, you can make it work. But it's one of those things where... We see it as one or the other. Like, well, if I want to have fun, I need to drink. And I think that's like a deeper issue that we're we're not qualified to talk about here. (laughs) But that being said, if you feel like your social fun is caught up in in alcohol, which I think a lot of us do, like, hey, man, maybe just have a couple drinks versus six or seven um, and you'll still have a good time. Like, 
all of us could do with drinking less. Like it's kind of one of those things where like sugar, we all think to ourselves, well, I could be eating less sugar. Well, I could be eating less sugar. Alcohol is essentially sugar. Yeah. It, there's no benefit to it. I would argue it's more harmful than sugar um, in excess. And <laughs> we have no problem. We have no problem being like, well, I shouldn't eat that candy bar. But then we're like, but I should definitely drink that beer because yeah. beer is great. Because beer is great. And again, it's all about moderation. But to say what these people accomplished because of their wealth, because they decided not to drink, because, oh, they're no fun at parties because they don't drink. Like, again, yes, I know some of it is jokes, but it's also off base. So, like, at the end of the day, belittling somebody else because of the sacrifices they've chosen to make in their life to have these outstanding results is, like... Are we trying to make ourselves feel better yeah. by saying like, well, they did that, so that's stupid, so I'm not going to do that, so I'm okay that I don't look like that. Yeah. Like, uh, even even so much as that, it seems like people like aren't okay with how they look, right. and then they continue to belittle like J-Lo and Shakira for how they look right. because of the sacrifices that they make. Right, right. So it's like, I don't really understand what you're making fun of. Right. At, at the end of the day, it's some weird way that we're backing ourselves into an excuse without having to look within ourselves of saying... Why don't I want to do those things to make my progress stick or to make the next step? And instead of looking within, we're going to project it on somebody else. So like, again, yeah, this isn't like our realm of expertise. But if you feel like those are sacrifices you're not going to make, that's totally fine. But just be aware of like maybe even a small step in that direction is going to have huge impacts on your fitness and on your health. Yeah. Again, like you have to be the one to make that decision. We're here to help you make that decision if you so choose. But again, don't use some weird backwards way of having an excuse of, well, I'll never look like that because of X, Y, Z. Like, no, you'll never look like that because you haven't made the commitment to look like that. And that's okay yeah. if, if you're one, never going to get there or two, have no desire to get there. But that's fine. Again, don't make an excuse or project onto somebody else of, this is why that they look like that and I won't or will not ever do that because of XYZ. It's just an excuse. Yeah. Don't make an excuse. Do what's great for you, for your fitness and for your health and you should always be striving to be better yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, and I think on building on that point, like going back to that topic you brought up about everything in moderation, like willpower and self-control is a skill mm -hmm. that is practiced. Yep. And sometimes we regress. Mm -hmm. That happens. Like even I have bad days where I... Man, I love Andes. Like, like there's, you know what I mean? Like, we all have bad days like that. So, like, I, we're, we have some craving and we indulge in it, right? Mm -hmm. Willpower is a practice skill. Everybody always kind of, like, asks us, I feel, about, like, how we don't eat so much sugar. Mm -hmm. and in my case, like, how I don't drink alcohol when I'm out mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, like, it, I mean, it's a skill that I've practiced For over sure. years of, like, yep. and saying no to right. people, too. Right. Like, Hey, do you want a beer or anything like that? And like practicing the actual ability to be like, no, <laughs> I yeah. don't want this free drink. Yeah. Say, saying no is a huge practice skill, whether it's in social settings, whether it's in a work setting. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you have to look at your boss or your trainer and be like, hey, man, I can't make that change right now or I can't make that project happen on this timeline. Like saying no is okay. And saying no 
at the end of the day is going to get you farther when you're more upfront with those people who you're working with, whether it's in a work or a fitness relationship. You know, if I tell you, hey, Colin, I want you doing 10 rounds of this workout and that day you feel like dog shit and you're like, hey, today all I got is seven. Like, yeah, I might be like, all right, give me eight or whatever. But that back and forth of being able to be like, this is all I have today or being able to say, hey, I can't do that today. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Being able to say no to, hey, Andrew, you want to go to lunch today? Hell yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and just being able to say, hey, man, like, I, I appreciate that. I would love to go to lunch with you. Maybe you bring your prepped food with you to lunch. That's a way of you're not really saying no, but you're working the system. Yeah. You, know? you have to make it work. And if those people in your life are going to be the ones who are tearing you down of, oh, you're so fucking lame. Like, you can't have a beer with us. Oh, you're so fucking lame. You're going to bring your packed food to the restaurant or you're not going to eat. Like, that's probably not the peer group you should necessarily be surrounding yourself with. And if they're not going to support you in your goals, like, that's another issue that maybe you need some self-reflection on, yeah. you know? Um, obviously, we all kid and joke in the gym and that's totally fine because that's fun. But, like, at some point, your friends and your family should be supporting your goals and we see that as a huge issue a lot, especially when it comes to diet. You know, you have the husband or wife in the family who's super dialed in on the diet. And then the other one is like almost tearing them down of, well, why are you doing that? Well, I don't want to eat that again. This is boring. Like you guys got to be on the same page with your peer group, mm -hmm. especially a significant other. Yeah. You know, if you have a drastically different eating habit than your significant other, Maybe try to find somewhere in the middle where you guys can both feel good and both um, function together. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm not married yet, but that's a huge struggle. Like if I'm going to be like, I'm not going out to eat tonight and Jess wants to go out to eat tonight. Like sometimes we got to make a compromise in there. Like, okay, I'm going to eat or I'm going to drink a protein shake before we go out to eat so I can make a better decision because I'm going to be a little more full going into dinner. Yep. Something like that, use those strategies where we can find that compromise even without having to necessarily say no, yeah. right? There is a middle area, there is a gray area where you guys can make better informed choices. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the the big significant other one there is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, Cheryl and I have struggled with this in the past because as, as I'm sure some of you guys know, Cheryl is like a twig. And for the for the entirety of her life has eaten whatever she wants and never gains a pound. Right. Even though she says that she will one day, and I'm like, what is <laughs> like I'm sure whatever. Um, but she is all about like can't eat consistent consistently. Like you know, you guys know me. I eat ground beef and chicken every day. Terrell is not like that at all. She needs like different stuff in her life, and she has a weakness for chocolate. Absolutely needs chocolate in her life some form or way every day. Obviously, we do not see eye to eye on nutrition things. So, I mean, we had a conversation when I started really dialing in my nutrition that, like, if we're going somewhere else, especially a family party or anything like that, like, I understand that people are going to give me shit for bringing my own food or right. for not eating that day or anything like that. I, I get that. I understand. And that's 100% fine. Right. But I asked her, like, the one thing that I need is for you to be on my side. Right. That's right. it. Right. Like, you just need to... I don't care if, like, 
You just can't join with them. Right. That's uh, You don't have to say anything, right. but you just can't be on their side. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's all I need from you. Right. And actually having that help has been, like, almost monumental in going out to eat and, right. like, going to family parties and stuff like that right. when I'm right. in, like, a cut season and I don't want to eat a lot. Like, right. that's been extremely beneficial to me because I can take a moment with her and be like, hey, it's okay. Like... We're fine. We're still working toward the goals. Like, you know what I mean? And I can get away from the family party of all the stuff that's going on. But anyway, like, that's the whole thing of going back to this compromising with my uh, significant other on my nutrition goals. She helps me a lot with that type of thing, even though she doesn't necessarily follow the same nutritional path that I follow. I think that having that quick conversation with somebody who's that important in your life mm-hmm. can be extremely beneficial toward you working towards taking a step in the right direction. Right. Because again, even though maybe they're not on the same path as you, they're then on your side. Yeah. And that's super huge and super important because, you know, we all do CrossFit because we look for our community to those people who are going to support us. It's the same thing outside of the gym. You know, your friends and family should be building you up and helping you towards your goals. It's it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's why a lot of us tend to really start having our peer groups reflect more of those people who are in the gym with us on a daily basis because we all relate to each other and what we're going through. And this is an important thing to me. I know it's an important thing to you. So our social interactions are very similar because we have similar goals, similar similar expectations for what we want in our lives. So I think that's a, a, a huge, huge win um, when you can have that person on your side. Yeah. Um, I think that's really all I have about this. Again, kind of got in the weeds about a little bit of everything, but at the end of the day, yes, we all understand being a millionaire obviously puts you ahead of other people and gives you a fucking advantage. <laughs> what? In life. Like, we all get that. That's not the point of any article, any fitness professional shared this week, last week, the week after. You know, whenever we see the Marvel superhero movie transformation, like, yeah, that guy definitely did steroids. Like, <laughs> and that's okay. You know, that's okay. That's the choice they made. Yeah. If you don't want to make that choice, that's fine. But why belittle that guy? Yeah. It, it goes nowhere. It's just throwing more noise into the atmosphere of more negativity. Hey, man, that guy looks great. I don't want to do steroids. That's fine. Yeah. Like, move just, on. Just because Kamal Nanjani or right. whatever his name was did steroids to look the way he does right. for the Eternals. Right. It doesn't mean that, one, you have to, and right. two, that you need to. Right. And so, again, even though you're not making that decision of, I'm not going to drink alcohol, I'm not going to do steroids, I'm not going to work out for 30 hours a week for the next six months, whatever, like, that's fine. But there's no reason you need to tear down other people who have made that decision. Like, hey, they look good. Or, hey, that's not for me. Move on. Yeah. You know, it's that simple. Thanks for listening today, guys. Um, As always, follow us on the Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Follow the gym at CrossFit Arioc. Follow me at BuckBuiltCoach. Follow Colin. At CBESH6. That's C-B-O-E-S-C-H and the number six. Hit it, Drew.
the face. I put my team on the map. Easy to find where I'm at. I'll save the seat in the back, yeah. See notes on the keyboard, boy. Turn up the beat more, boy. Stay independent, they take away millions. So don't know what you mad at me for, boy. You gotta love it all the way up, can't touch it. Bowling on budget, record exact. Say I couldn't cut it. Checks coming in, now they changing the subject. Who else here wants it? Living a life you can't covet. Honestly, one man can judge it. I have everything I've ever wanted. You do the math.